Last year, on the 1st of January, I wrote I was going to bloom from the seeds planted and that it would be the best year of my life. I definitely felt the shift. This year, the blooms are going to flourish and I will live in the magic. Hi lovely people, welcome to the diary of an ex-teacher navigating the world of well-being. I'm Ashley, known on social media as Mindful Miss Green, and in this podcast, I'll share my experiences of leaving teaching after 14 years and how I'm now navigating my new career in the world of well-being. Every episode, I'll share some tips on improving your well-being through positive psychology, science and coaching, and I'll basically have a blather about the constant journey of trying to be well in a world where there's so much to grapple with. We all want to flourish, so let's do it together. So in you come, and let's have a wee chat. Hello, it's so nice to be back chatting with you all again. I know it's been ages since my last episode. I don't even know when that was, to be honest with you. And I don't have any other excuse other than I fell off the consistency wagon and I've just been like enjoying life. Hold on, I'm going to take these jingly earrings out because I think they'll be making sounds in your headphones and that's no good. Um, If you were following along on Instagram, you'll see that this is the second time that I've recorded this episode. I don't know what happened to the first one. I think it was something to do with my hard drive being plugged in at the same time. Anyway, I felt all chuffed on myself Saturday night, got it recorded because I'm having a quiet January. And then as soon as I went to go and sort it out, it just disappeared. So here we go, take two. I can't even remember what I said in the first one. So I'm going <laughs> to probably ramble on for a little bit, but um, I'll chat to you in a second about the... Um, about the format coming up in the next few episodes and what we'll talk about today. Um, I just wanted to mention that not only did the podcast disappear, I popped over um, into the kitchen to go and get a drink of water when I came back. My little cat Tinkers took his place right next to the comfy cushion on the comfy seat and I'm now sitting on my very hard meditation chair. So I'll put a picture in the show notes or on Instagram or something that's ridiculous but cat mums will understand. <laughs> anyway I'm rambling already so this episode I thought would be nice to kind of deviate from the usual um, format which is talk about a well-being concept, positive psychology or coaching like within education and then give you some takeaways and then finish with a little quote but what I wanted to kind of talk about was because it is January this is the first episode back diary of an ex-teacher and navigating the world of well-being I wanted to talk about decisions and how um, you know the only thing unchangeable is change and I said that right (laughs) I'll need to look that up again but the only thing that's certain is that change will happen and quite often I get like a lot of my friends that are still teachers um, in different countries all across the world I'm hearing a lot of um, I'd like to do something else I'm just not sure what I would do I, I can't decide when to do something different I don't know when to leave and this isn't an episode just for people in education like this can apply to whatever context you're in as well it's really really easy to just say oh, I'll stay another year I'll stay here for a while it pays the bills you know I get it and we've all got responsibilities that we need the salary for some of you have got children um, you might have a mortgage like myself you know there's just different people have different things that they need that 
obviously we need money to live and <laughs> wouldn't it be lovely if we could all just live in a beautiful island somewhere where everything we needed was there but you know there's a lot of joy in work as well people find a lot of meaning and purpose and I think I've talked a bit about that before but what I want to just kind of chat about is this decision making and thinking about changing career or even changing your role within your current career it can be quite a big process my most engaged posts recently on Instagram have been like truths about leaving teaching um, what was my exit plan like and I, I do maybe about three times a week someone will get in touch with me via email or Instagram at LinkedIn different places and I absolutely love it because I love chatting to people and being able to help in any way that I can but also share my experience and what is so so lovely and I meant to say this at the beginning I said this at the beginning of the other um, episode was thank you to all the people that get in touch with me and also everyone who listens like it really does mean the world for me to just sit here babbling away on a Saturday night but people are finding meaning in the things I'm trying to share to support people's well-being so I'm delighted that people get in touch with me so please keep doing that and thanks again so much for listening it really does mean the world so anyway when those people that have been getting in touch with me they've been saying things like um, I'd be really interested to know what steps you put in place before you left what was your contract like did you get out your contract um that's in the uae we're all contracted here to the schools um i know back home it's different you might need to give a terms notice i say home i mean scotland but you know other schools across the world that aren't working on a contract basis they um, are employed and then they have to give a terms notice before they leave So there's lots of things to consider and also the thing that I'm finding when I'm speaking to a lot of teachers in the UAE in particular and the Middle East is contracts need to be in quite early. So if you're out here in the UAE you'll know that um, quite early on schools will ask you what your intentions are for the next academic year. This is always a bit of a gossipy time when (laughs) people are whispering in corners chatting about what are you going to do, what are you going to do? Um, who do you think will leave who do you think will stay but it's it's a difficult time because you really have to look so far down the line and often schools here will start asking about your intentions round about January February time and that's for the next academic year starting August um, end of August start of September for the next following year so it's quite um, far in advance to be thinking about what you're going to do some schools actually want the contracts returned back in January so that they can start the recruitment process for whoever um, will be leaving. So it can be quite a daunting time and often people that have been considering leaving teaching, starting a new career, then the contract renewal kind of creeps up on them and they think, right, I'll just do one more year and then it all starts all over again. So this little podcast um, episode is mostly about thinking about decisions and if you're looking to change career or step up to a different role whatever it is I wanted to share like three three experiences of mine that were helpful when I was coming to kind of make this change in my life um, of becoming an ex-teacher so the first thing I would always say to everyone when you're considering this and you're thinking about say leaving teaching now I'm going to keep saying leaving teaching but again apply that to your own context the thing that you have to do is actually commit and confirm an end date. If you're really sure that that's when you want to leave by, or you want to leave and you want to do something different, 
then you can put a timeline in place. So I'd mentioned on Instagram that I had like a three-year timeline. I think I had decided that my last year in the classroom was going to be um, 2020, July 2024, or it might have been July 2025, I can't remember. I think it was like a three-year plan. So that was the end date. And, you know, I kind of said to myself, no matter what, if you've got anything set up, if you don't, you're still leaving. That's a non-negotiable. That is, that's the, the, the day. I'd initially planned to start my own consultancy business out here in the UAE, um, of course, about well-being and education. So I had this like three-year plan of what I needed to save, what the business costs would be, what this would be, what that would be, what my outgoings would amount to, miscellaneous money, emergency money, you know, just like all those different things, like catering for basically what I would need. And also that included how long could I survive for without earning a penny if that happened, um, which thankfully hasn't. <laughs> but, you know, I was starting to really dig deep into what the planning of this would look like. So interestingly enough, my three-year plan didn't last three years. It was um, much less than that when the opportunity came up in the wellbeing centre and everything was so organic and it just all happened naturally and it was like the perfect time. But I firmly believe part of that was because I'd started I'd made this decision and I'd started putting things in motion. So it's almost like once you take the idea or the plan out of that space where it floats around in your mind and you actually catch it and you put it down somewhere on paper in a notebook and a Word document, whatever, and it's there in front of you, you can read it, it's real and it looks back at you, then you're thinking, right, okay, it's almost like you've brought it out into the reality of the, the external. So choosing an end date, if you're considering leaving or if you're considering like a promotion or whatever, when do you want to have that for? So think about your end date. Once you've got that in place and you've decided, right, this is what's happening, then what you can do, the second thing is start kind of working backwards. So this is where you start plotting in your timeline. There will be big markers that are easy to put in there. For example, if you're doing like a digital marketing course or something like that you've got a different course up and running a coaching course whatever it might be you know the markers of when you're gonna finish that then you can start putting in the smaller things like um you know i could try and gain two clients by this date or whatever it might be the key to this part of the process i feel is actually being kind to yourself so often we start something new or have an idea and we think we've got to get there as quickly as possible but it's not really the case like I always used to say to the kids and I've talked about it with some clients as well like how do you eat an elephant well it's one little bite at the time and obviously we wouldn't eat an elephant or I'm vegetarian anyway but you know it's like one little small bite at a time is how you manage that how you manage such a big um, feet so it's the same with whatever you're aiming to do whatever your goal is whatever you're looking to step out into as you start one step at a time and that can be really as simple as for example if you want to start an online business in Etsy selling your artwork or you want to um, start having a, a engaged profile on like teachers pay teachers or you want to start your own website podcast whatever it is whatever you're gonna your focus is then you know start as little as okay I'm just going to look at other Etsy shops and see today that's all I'm going to do is look at other Etsy shops and decide what ones I like what things work it can be something really small and every little thing adds up and 
I, I don't want to be preachy I am the worst person for scrolling on my phone <laughs> and I'm much better now than I used to be but something really stuck in my head once I can't remember where I saw it but I was like right if I'm spending that amount of hours mindlessly scrolling and not actually doing anything and granted a lot of that is because I was really tired and had no energy for anything else but when you do that you think about if you could just put that hour into reading about the thing you're passionate about or an hour networking on LinkedIn with people in that field an hour chatting to someone who's already in the field that you're in and are making a success of it like you just think about how all those little hours add up so much more productive obviously (laughs) everything can be more productive than scrolling there's a lot of great things to learn on social media but I know you'll know what I'm meaning when I'm saying you can find that time to do it it can be quite scary and sometimes you'll hit a wall but the key is the consistency you just keep going so that's the second thing start your timeline work backwards and map it all out again this process can take time like you can't do it all in a day you might do it over two days you might do it over a week a month whatever but once you've got that end date in place the next thing start the timeline to work backwards so um actually that's maybe the third step I probably missed out the second one anyway here's the third thing or the second thing (laughs) is spending time really thinking about what you would like to do I mean this will come first before the timeline obviously I don't know I don't see because I've recorded it twice um so what do you want to do now this is the thing where I always say to people and clients as well one of the questions that I ask is like what makes your heart sing like when do you feel at your best what is the thing that you enjoy doing that makes you feel truly happy and time just flies when you're doing it you really enjoy it whatever it is so many people that I speak to that I listen to on podcasts that I come across on social media are just unhappy with what they're doing and I'm like I totally get that and I was also I've been in that situation before but it's like you you have the power to change that you know and it's definitely thinking about nobody in this world can tell me that we're supposed to come down to earth work this hard get the money buy the things and you know obviously there's a lot more to life but when you think about work you know how many people do you know when you just sit and think about um people in your life how many people do you know that really love their job and they get up and they feel like you know it's not even work because they're enjoying it that much there are definitely people like that in the world I don't want to sound like a wee smug person but I'm getting that way (laughs) I don't feel like I'm working I'm just really loving what I'm doing and it's such a nice feeling um but I think even though there are a lot of people that do feel that way. It should be all of us. There's, you know, it should definitely be more prevalent than it is. There should be more or more common than it is just now. And I know that there's a lot behind it. Like, yeah, but I can't make money playing paddle or I can't make money doing this, whatever it is. But yeah, you can actually, especially in this digital age where after COVID, you know, the world just opened up online and there's so much more there. And the... the landscape the landscape of employment is changing so people do have a bit more time if they work from home there's definitely time to start chipping away at the things that you want to do so what I would say is first of all what makes your soul sing what makes your soul happy me and I know a lot of my tribe of friends will think you know 
that that happens for a reason. If you come here to this earth and there's something that you're really drawn towards, then it's supposed to be in your life. So you have to do as much of that as you can. And I think about even this myself years and years ago, I always loved like tarot cards and meditation and spiritual things, even before I really knew what it was. And I was always drawn towards things like that. But then you know, I got into that place where well, it was a bit silly or this or that and, you know, didn't want anyone to know. And now I've met so many people within my new kind of space that I'm working in and I just love to hear them talk about, yeah, I was like that as a child or, you know, I've, I've always read books about astrology and I didn't care what anyone thought. And, you know, that's what the work that they're doing now. So um, it's definitely something, have a think about whatever it is that you thoroughly enjoy, that makes your heart sing, that you're drawn towards and think about that for your timeline how can that become part of your life how can that be part of your new work whatever that might look like very often uh, people start by doing things like kind of on the side but again start small like whatever however you want to do it if it's um, a different type of teaching then volunteer for one hour a week um, at an adults learning center or you know, there's just different ways you can incorporate this thing into your life more frequently. So that is my little episode this week. Um, it is a bit different from usual. It's not specifically well-being, but I suppose when you think about these decisions and making changes, then it does connect to your meaning and purpose in life. So let's just go with that tenuous link there. <laughs> um, as always, please get in touch with me. I love to chat to the people that are so kind to listen to the episodes and get in touch and it just I love speaking with you because even knowing that one or two people have taken something away from the episode just makes my heart sing (laughs) so thank you so much and as always I finish with a little quote and there was quite a lot of ones to choose from but I do I did really like this one from Steve Jobs so your work is going to fill a large part of your life and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. As with all matters of the heart, you'll know when you find it. Thank you so much for being here. I never actually thought I'd ever be able to pull a podcast together tech-wise. So the fact that I have and the fact that you've listened to it just means the world. Thank you so much. Do leave a review if you can. And also, I'd be so grateful if you could share with anyone that you think might be interested. Teachers, people looking for a career change or anyone that's interested in the well-being themes that we've talked about here. Thank you so much. Reach out to me on social media at Mindful Miss Green. I'd love to talk to you and hear any thoughts, comments, comments or questions and visit my website mindfulnessgreen.com for loads of free resources and also if you're interested in coaching or any of the education and school programs that we've got going on at the wellbeing centre do get in touch take care be well and thanks again so much